Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to session number 24 of the Trailer Music Composers podcast. It's good to have you here. One man. With one microphone, whose cats Meg and Stewie were named after characters from Family Guy. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the big cheese of trailer music, and I don't mean the payouts, I mean signature sounds. This is such an important topic, um, because it's kind of like, it's your fingerprint. That's what signature sounds are. You know, I, I went into trailer music knowing nothing about trailer music. Um, I've learned all that I have done through experience. And the experience of signature sounds has been really interesting. Because when I first heard about it, I, I was just like, oh, so it's just cool, cool synths. Is that what a signature sound is? Just a cool synth? And for ages, that's what I thought it was. I was just like, okay, I guess I'll just load up Omnisphere, which was actually really fun. And yes, signature sounds are and can be very cool synths, uh, especially when you're dealing with hybrid orchestral stuff or any hybrid trailer cue. Um, But you know what? Let's look at signature sounds differently. Let's look at it less like, um, oh, what can I do to this sawtooth sound and this sine wave to make it sound different? Think of it like this. Think of it as like... We're all dealing with the same stuff. We're all dealing with the same chords, the same keys, the same tempos, the same melodies. You know, all that. The same structure. We're all dealing with Act 1, 2, 3, brackets 4, if you're in that camp. Close brackets. We're all dealing with the same stuff. So signature sounds just becomes one of those things that we're all dealing with, if you just call it signature sounds. If you see it like this... How can I put myself into my music? That will be a huge change in the way you approach your stuff. Um, And that's the the realisation I've been having of late. Again, a lot of my realisations are coming from that ability to stand you know, on the mountain of my success and look back upon my path, uh, I am able now to be like, oh, so that's what that is. And that's what that is. And I'm hoping I can pass this uh, knowledge on to you that signature sounds are not signature sounds at all. Signature sounds are the presence of the identity of the composer. So I know I mention uh, a lot of the same names over and over again on this podcast, but I it, obviously I... I uh, I have a huge respect for Kieran Birch and his work. Uh, And you know what? I can always hear his music. Always. I hear a track and I go, oh, it's Kieran. 
Oh yeah, it is Kieran. I'll check. Great. Because he has his Kieran Birch sound. Like, it's... And that's not a bad thing. I, I mean, I remember I went to... Gosh, this was years ago. What, where are we? 2020? So this was probably like 12 years ago. 2008, maybe? I went to uh, one of those uh, kind of composer meetings arranged by... I think it was the PRS or the Musicians' Union. One of the, the uh, big music thingy majiggers here. That's their actual technical name, just in case you didn't know. The big music thingamajiggers. Uh, in the UK. It was in London. I went down there one evening and it was like a, there was a panel of composers. Uh, one of them was a trailer composer at the time. I didn't care. I was like, who cares about trailer music? Uh, whoa, dude! Uh, anyway, but the the guy who was heading the panel was uh, Guy Mitchellmore, who, who runs uh, music for media? Music for the media? Um, He's, he's got his, his uh, school that teaches people how to compose for the media. Um, huge respect for him as a composer and huge respect for what he does. Uh, and, you know, everyone was sort of putting their hands up asking these questions. Everyone in the room was newbies, like me. I was, like, furiously scribbling notes about what they were saying. But, you know, I only ever remember one thing. And that one thing was uh, something Guy Mitchell Moore and all the other three guys said was, um, stop trying to do everything... Stop trying to be like other composers and just do what you do best. Or something to that. I'm paraphrasing hugely. It was probably something completely different, but over the years I've Chinese whispered myself into believing that's what was said. Uh, Do what you do best. And that's what you hear. When you hear a track by a certain composer, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're always identifiable as themselves, but they approach a track in a certain way which often manifests itself in the sounds. Um, and, you know, you could argue with me, uh, and I like to do this because it you know, means the podcast is longer than three minutes, uh, but you could argue with me and say, you know what, they get that sound because they use the same patches on the same synths, and I go, okay, good idea, good point. I use the same patches as them. I know because I've asked, you know, and that's the wonderful thing about what we do, and I, uh, we keep, keep coming back to this. We all have the same stuff. So how do you... And this is, the, this is the ultimate... This is kind of like one of those mystical paradigms where I say, infuse yourself into your music, my child. And you say, how? And then I disappear in a cloud of smoke. Um, but then I reappear in a cloud of smoke and I'm coughing because, you know, where did the smoke come from? Uh, I will give you my, uh, my, my tuppence, shall I? I'll give you my thoughts on this. Um, and I've done a few videos on my YouTube channel covering these topics. Now, my secrets, I say secrets in like uh, clickbait air quotes, uh, my secrets to finding your signature sound are simple. They are these. And you've heard it before, but you need to hear it again. Do what you enjoy. Follow your curiosity and don't let fear stop you from getting weird. So, for instance, let's take Return to Me as an example. Most of my trailer tracks, if you listen to them, don't really stick to the three-act structure. They stick to, I guess you would call it the more slow-burn structure, which is essentially just a massive build. Most of my cues are just big builds. Which... You know, I can hear you gasping. <gasps> What's the three-act structure with stop-downs and all is not there? And I say, no, it's not. Um, because you know what? I'm a huge post-rock fan. 
uh, I say a huge post-rock fan. I probably couldn't name half of the post-rock bands that you are thinking of. Uh, um, I'm a huge fan of a few post-rock bands that I love to listen to over and over again. Um, and when I think specifically, I think of Godspeed You Black Emperor and their sort of 25-minute epic builds. Uh, that's the music that used to get me excited. And that's the music that still gets me excited. Powerful, slow builds. And I go, you know what? That's what I like. Yeah, I love a Metallica-style riff every so often, but that's not necessarily my jam. You know, and I love recording sounds and mangling them and using excessive amounts of compression. And just because it's not the tried and tr- tried and tested way does not mean it is wrong. I run- once read an interview with uh, Junkie XL. I think that's his uh, given name. Um, about the way he writes and he said about you know he talked about his templates and stuff and then he was like oh yeah yeah i run all of my tracks hot uh so he's he like um, they're basically all clipping and i was like what all of his tracks are clipping this man is a genius and since then i've stopped bothering about headroom i know those of you who mix are just going this man is insane and that's probably because I can rely on Toby to worry about the headroom. And that's and Toby's listening. I hope he's listening. He's probably not. Toby would be listening going, oh, that's why we have so many problems mixing your music, Richard. Uh, I don't worry about the clipping because, you know what, it gets the sound I want. Yes, I do still put a limiter on the compressor, guys. It's not that, you know, I'm not running sort of nine plus decibels on all of my tracks because personally I like my ears and I want to keep them working. Um, but it was, the message there was, He was aware of the rules, but he was also aware of the end product. And actually, the way he gets to that end product, it doesn't matter. It's the end product that matters. And you go, oh, 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 it's not how you get there. It's where you end up. Oh, this is an unusual twist of events. And I'm not saying the journey doesn't matter because you must enjoy the journey. But what I'm saying is, if you finding your sound means that you ignore some of the rules and get a little bit weird, get a little bit loose, then maybe that will mean that you find your signature sound. You find your trailer music identity. And that identity might not even be trailer music. You might realise that you're actually an advert composer in the closet. You might want to just sit there and be like, I just want to write uplifting, happy, clappy ukulele songs. And if you do, do it. Because you know what? It's so much fun doing that stuff. And that's really important to follow what you enjoy, follow what you're curious about, and follow the weirdness. You know, and I'm talking about the weird... When I talk about the weirdness, I'm talking about that... You know the stuff that at school you wouldn't want to openly admit to people because you worry that people would pick on you? That's the magic. Because <laughs> you know what? These days, people probably are still picking on you, but behind your back and online, so you wouldn't notice. The magic there is that those things that you're hiding are probably the gems. You know? Uh, and I've talked about this before, my, my fear of being judged as a musician. So I said to myself, okay, well, how about I just, in my tracks, I play the stuff badly and out of tune and out of time and I don't quantize it 
and admittedly sometimes Vic comes back to me he's like Rich can you quantize this <laughs> okay um, but actually what it's meant is that my tracks have character and have a character and I've noticed now that people are coming back to me and being like hey Rich did you do this trailer and I say oh I don't know did I and then I check it and I go yes I did because they said oh I heard the first five seconds of the trailer and I thought oh that sounds like that sounds like Rich amazing and that has come about through following what I enjoy which is just playing sounds I just love sound and I love playing live instruments and recording them and mangling them follow my curiosity what happens if I play a cello uh, and getting weird like just layering tons of risers and tons of rhythms to the point where you've got this wonderful polyrhythmic mess going on that's all badly played but it sounds great and tense and awkward you need to do that you need to sit down and go okay well what do i enjoy what 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 am i curious about and what is that stuff i'm scared of that i'm scared that people would call me weird for liking because that is where you're going to find your signature sounds and if that means that your signature sound like i said is actually cinematic hip-hop or that your signature sound is actually action taiko drums then that's amazing because you know what you might then blow everyone out of the water in that area you know, or you might even might find the horrible thing and be like, you know what, actually, I don't really like writing music anymore. I, I want to be an accountant these days. And I'm not saying that, like, mocking people who are accountants at all. My accountant is a legend. I'm saying it just like, sometimes you have to go into those darker areas to find the magic. Where you're going to find happiness, you're going to find better writing, you're going to find more productivity, more energy levels. And you're going to find your signature sound. It's kind of like in Zelda, you know, when you walk in and you open that chest and it's like... Signature sound. There it is. Um, so stop looking for a signature sound in a synth. Ask yourself some questions first. Get deep, man. How can you find that signature sound? Uh, by asking yourself questions about the music you make and about the music you want to make and that might mean that actually maybe I don't do synth stuff maybe I do guitars maybe I get the guitars out quite often when I've had my students and I've just said to them hey uh, you sound like a guitarist why are you writing for the orchestra and I don't mean that in a negative way I mean that in like a let's get you doing the thing you want to do and they go oh my goodness thank you I was so scared to get my guitar out because it wasn't a synth or an orchestral instrument and then they send me these amazing rocking tunes because they're like yes this is my jam this is me it's kind of like when you used to like when I used to load up golden axe and you'd be like you'd get to choose between the hero with the sword the dwarf with the hammer uh, it's probably an axe wasn't it <laughs> I'm sorry guys it's been a long time uh, or the lady who had the sword oh wait what did the guy have I can't remember either the barbarian the, the lady barbarian or the or the dwarf uh, and you or, or even that's more recent let's get more recent it's like when you'd load up World of Warcraft <laughs> this is a dark time in my life and you'd be like oh look at these special skills and you'd choose the special skills like we all have those special skills innately burned into us and a lot of us have buried them deep inside. 
for fear of judgment. Uh, some of us have uh, been sort of on the ball the whole time. But what I want you to do is, what is your character strength? You know, if there were, if we were loading up like World of Trailer Composers, like a huge MMO, um, and we could choose a trailer composer for their special skills, what would your special skills be, and how would that come across in your music? You know. I'd be like, he'll be like, ah, oh, Schreiber, terrible on the back end, but boy, does he do a good intro. Thank you. Act one, here I come. And that's, I've come to realise, you know, actually it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. Act one slash act two, that's 66% of trailers. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad thing, you know. Or, you know, you might be like, actually, you know what? I don't do act one and two very well, but boy, do I do a big back end. Hello. Uh, so you just need to think about what are your special innate skills that you can bring to your music. If it's guitar, great. If it's an Armenian duduk, even better. Let's hear that. Uh, there is where you're going to find your signature sounds. I have a, a student called Simon, an incredibly talented writer, um, and he brings a lot of his magic through his saxophone. But you wouldn't know it, because he mangles it to death in... Uh, in his door and then he, what he gets is these tremendous sounds because he's got his magic there he's got his special skills and that's what you need to do find your special skills and then you will find your coveted signature sound there we go um, it was a bit of a mystical one today uh, I feel like I should have had computer game music underneath uh, maybe I still could anyway um and I feel like it should, you know, culminate in some choral realisation. But uh, I really appreciate you guys listening to this and taking the time to listen to this. You guys are absolute legends. And I really do hope you get something from this. Even if it is just like, actually, I should stop listening to this podcast. So I should get on with some work. That's a gift I'm happy to give. <laughs> uh, you guys rock. Uh, and I will see you next week. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.